What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm Dylan. And I'm Josh. And we're the Out of Office Podcast. Yes. If people say it's your option, we'll be like, we'll take our chances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of um, folks holding out, did you see the Florida governor today? <laughs> I've been married for 30 years. You don't know <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. This is the Out of Office Podcast. Dylan here with Josh. Josh, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, okay, to be honest. It was, uh, it's a reopening weekend, right, in Washington State. And so I uh, went out for the first time uh, in a while and uh, feeling the effects of that. But uh, <laughs> outside of that... <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it high energy for the pod. Uh, But outside of that, you know, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Nice. Doing well. Doing well. Enjoying the sun. I'm back in California again. I was back in Washington last weekend for a little bit. I'll be back in Washington next weekend as well. (laughs) I don't. I keep telling you, man, if you want to move back, you know, we won't... uh, uh, we won't swipe you for it. It'll, it'll be all good if you just want to just move on back. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't think my two-year lease will allow me to do that. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, man. no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Do you have any special plans? Today's the 4th of July. We're recording in the morning. Yeah, I think I'm uh, going to hang out with Clint and, and two and, and kick it for a little bit. And uh, I think just generally relax, you know. It seems like it's going to be a pretty nice day up here in Seattle and... Uh, I think just just hang out and and try to roll into tomorrow, you know, feeling a little bit better than I feel today. What about you? Nice. <laughs> That's very good. Great idea. Yeah. Um, today, maybe go to like a farmer's market. I'll probably drink some wine Ooh. later today. I haven't drank in a, in a bit. It's 4th of July, so I'm like, eh, might as well drink a little bit of wine. Um, I'm going to film a video my youtube i was actually i woke up early this morning and it just totally failed so i'm gonna have to redo that <laughs> um oh but yeah yeah but um no yeah just uh just chilling um everyone go check out i did like a funny video on youtube if you haven't seen it yes. just go youtube.com slash dylan xo and it's the fiverr one which is like a service where you can pay people to do stuff and yeah just just watch the video if you haven't checked out a little, little self-plug <laughs> um but yeah other than that no i have no plans it's kind of hard to figure out things to do because i don't really have any like friends down here and now you're stealing my only friend mm-hmm. uh, jason because he's gonna go live with you <laughs> thanks josh <laughs> yep yep uh no like hopefully it'll be a, a good day and the video is great like definitely recommend checking it out uh dude your video quality is just you're setting a, a very high bar uh, it, it looks really, really good. Thanks, bro. I feel like it's starting to click a little bit now for me. Like, I, I feel like, um, I don't know if you feel the same way, just like anything that you start doing and you're like a beginner at, I don't know, does it feel like you gradually yeah. improve or does it feel like there's like one moment where you're like, oh, wow, like I feel like I'm getting like a lot better at this or do you just not even notice the growth? No, like I, I think I'm kind of in a similar boat for you where, I mean, pod, work, anything, 
I feel like I gradually learn and, you know, people always say it takes a year for you to learn your job. And I think that's true. Like, of course, what were job tasks, whatever you're doing, uh, it, it takes a little bit of time for you to really, I feel like hit scale mm-hmm. and I, I feel like it's gradually learnings, but I do, I feel like oftentimes when I'm learning something new, you know, you hit that point where it's like, wow, I'm like really scaling this now and it's really just flowing and, uh, I'm just kind of in the groove of things. Uh, and so I definitely get that feeling too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was feeling like that until I tried to make a video this morning. <laughs> I was like, eh, I'm back at square one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, how's, how's, uh, your new bike been? I know you got that new fancy bike. Oh dude, it's been, it's been good. I'm like trying to put some, a lot of miles in it. I will say I had a very rough, uh, rough biking day yesterday morning. I, uh, I woke up pretty early and I think I headed out at like eight, eight thirty, and I was doing, um, a good little ride. Like I had done this basically loop last time where it took me an hour and a half. Uh, and so I was really looking forward to today. I was like, Oh, I'm going to hit a, or yesterday I was like, I'm going to hit a PR. I'm going to try to do it in like an hour 15, like really, really go for it. Yeah. Um, and I like start biking probably 10% of the way through there. My cleat fell off. Uh, cause I guess I didn't screw it in tight enough, which is mm-hmm. a very stupid mistake of me. And I lost like the, the metal part of the cleat that you're supposed to screw in. So basically I can't like pedal my bike with one foot. And so I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And I'm like so low riding. And so I had to go bike to Montlake bicycle store, mm-hmm. shout out to them. They helped out, but it took me like, uh, it was probably 15 minutes of biking with just one foot. So that was a serious oh, bummer. And yeah. then I get to the bike shop, they fix it. I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm back on the road. I probably won't hit my, you know, hour 15 mark, but, uh, at least I'm riding again. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward, like five, it was probably five more miles. I get a flat tire. Uh, and, uh, I had to just like kind of fix it on the road and I'm really bad at fixing flat tires cause I haven't done it that mm-hmm. often. Yeah. And so a ton of bikers, it's like Saturday morning. So a ton of bikers are biking by, they're all offering help and stuff. They can tell like I'm struggling and whatnot. I'm like, Oh no, I don't need any help. Uh, <laughs> an hour into fixing the, the tire, like it was seriously, it took me so long. Um, yeah. an hour in this older guy stopped by 75 years old. He told, he told me his age. Yeah. Um, and the nicest guy just giving me a ton of hints and stuff. And he helped me for probably another hour. So I was just oh, on the road shit. for sitting on a side Probably road for that. two hours. <laughs> yeah. He was, no, he was so nice about it though. Like he was giving me all these tips and tricks. And I think he had even mentioned that it was his boy scout, good, de- good deal of the day or good deed of the day. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and he helped me out a ton. And and part of helping me out, he had basically said, oh, you have like a rim slip flat, so you can't fix it on the road. That was like what we discovered after two hours. So I was like, fuck. So Julie had to come in and pick me up. Um, but anyhow, long story short, supposed to be an hour, hour 15 ride. I left at eight. I ended up not getting back to one. So it was a bit rough of a, of a start to the Saturday. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. Well, do you know what a rim slip uh is is now like a rim split whatever yeah yeah i so i learned something new yeah like basically my tire got flat not because of something puncturing it on the road but because like there's basically a little uh tape that sits in your rim and Mm -hmm. that like slipped uh out of position and so he was basically like dude you can keep putting tubes in this 
but it's like popping because the inside. So that's what happened because I put in a new tube and then it immediately popped again. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, dude, like you should figure out why your tires going flat before you like just keep (laughs) throwing new tubes in it. And so I did learn something new. I was like, okay, no, like when your back tire goes flat, like figure out why it went flat before trying to fix it because I'll probably inform how you fix it. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's that sucks, though. Oh man, that's one of the those yeah. risks of biking. I'm glad that never happened to me, but I always had worried about it when going far. It's like, ah, oh, what if I get like a flat or something? And I'm like in a hard to get yeah, location. Yeah, such a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. But yeah, outside of that, it's uh, I just gotta fix that and hopefully get back on the road again soon. Nice. Yeah, hopefully. Have you good. been biking at all uh, no. down there? No, I just got my wheel earlier this this week. Um, I'm debating selling my bike just because I go to the gym here and it's like so much easier. There's some bike lanes around here. So maybe I'll just go on a ride and see. It's like, ah, is this something I want to do just because of Mm -hmm. just like the time consuming aspect of it? Like me getting out, then going, and then it's just cardio. When I, at the gym here, they have like a bike, like a, um, it's like a, it's not an actual rogue echo bike, but it's like one of those bikes with the fans on the bottom where you like push it on the upper part and that's kind of like a good workout. Oh, that dual. Yeah. 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 You're getting some arm strength in there too. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll probably, maybe I'll go on a ride tomorrow and see like, oh, do I want to keep this bike or do I want to, um, do I want to sell out? <laughs> so, so we'll see. I mean, if you... If you sell it on the bright side, like I'm guessing you'll get a pretty good dollar for it. Like it seems like there's still a shortage, a good bike shortage going on. Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. If I could just get my money back, that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, I bet you'll be able to. Yeah. yeah. I bet you'd be able to. Oh, nice. Cool. I'll have to do that. I'll have to try and do that. There is like some scratches on my, um, my on my brakes, like on like the handbrake things because that's how they send it to me so maybe i'll get some spray paint and cover that up because that's the one thing where i'm just like eh, i would hate to like let somebody use it and it's also weird because typically you'll let someone like ride the bike when you meet up with them but they could just theoretically just ride off with it <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah so you gotta get like, like some let me hold your phone yeah, let me yeah. Hold your phone. <laughs> they could just give you some phone they stole <laughs> etc that's true that's true yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, man, I guess, uh, speaking of sports, a lot, a lot of different things going on in the sports world. Um, Dude, I don't it was know busy what, this week. Yeah. All the way from, I guess let's talk about Shikari Richards is her last name, right? I think Richardson, right? Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's like the, she won the hundred meter dash for the woman by like quite a bit she was getting like a lot of hype and stuff like that on social media and whatnot and then she got suspended for 30 days for testing positive for marijuana which i guess is like a banned substance Mm -hmm. by um usada or like the olympic committee and stuff like that and so now she won't be able to race in the 100 meter and instead will race in the maybe in the um four by 100 yeah, and is it like is she only able to race in a four by one hundred? Is that just like a time statement, probably? Yeah, I'm not I believe exactly it's... sure. Like why you would be able to race in one or the other because it's just a thirty day ban or something. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly because I know that her her hundred meter dash was thrown out 
because of the her time because of the the um the drug tests mm-hmm. but i'm not i th- i thought it was just uh, the 100 the 4 by 100 is like at a later date so her suspension would be lifted by then i see i see how do you feel about that man like being disqualified or suspended whatever you want to call it for for using weed well i think it's very dumb that's like even like a banned substance it's legal in 19 states it should be legal nationwide like without a doubt and it's root of the root of the reason why it's illegal is um is really racism actually (laughs) um it was um yeah this guy who's like i I (laughs) I love it dylan (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was uh um and this is kind of unrelated but this guy I believe, I don't know what substance, it might have been like cotton or something like that or just some other texture, but he wanted to get hemp banned because it was like a big threat to him. And so he created like um, movies and stuff like that and propaganda that made it look like, uh, like Reefer Madness was like a movie and it made like, um, it's like like black dudes that were acting crazy on like weed and like attacking like white women and stuff like that, which is, Mm. you know, pretty wild, but but that aside or whatever, I guess it's kind of hard to say that if that was the rule and like, you know, you're like an Olympic athlete and you know the rules and then you break them, like, what do you kind of expect? And I think she like understood yeah. that as well. Um, so I don't know if it's like, I, I think it's stupid that it's a ban in the first place, but her getting mm-hmm. banned and already knowing the rules and stuff like that and still like breaking them. It's like, eh, it's like, eh, it kind of sucks that you did that. I don't know. What are your yeah, thoughts? And she, no, I, I agree with you. And she owned up to it too. She was like, I knew the rules. I still made a decision. Like I have to lift a decision, you know, that I make. And so like, I, I think she was, uh, she had reconciled it. I, I felt like really well and very maturely for her age too. Like I did not realize she's 21. Yeah. Uh, so she's wow. super, super young and born in the year 2000, which is also a bit of a mind trip. And whenever mm-hmm. I see someone born like 2000 <laughs> plus, and I yeah, was like, Oh wow. Right. It's like, uh, it's crazy to think about, but, uh, yeah, she owned up to it. And, uh, like I, to your point, I, I don't agree with the rule. Like, I just don't understand how, uh, marijuana, you know, gives you a competitive advantage in sprinting, you know? And yeah. there was a ton of memes and stuff. Of course it's like, Hey, like we typically slows people down, uh, makes you mellow out. Like, I feel like that wouldn't be that advantageous. Like when you're running yeah. or preparing to run, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be um, faster now. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like there are, uh, you know, different drugs you would take to like speed yourself up and, uh, weed isn't necessarily one of those. Uh, and, and it, also the context behind why she, she said she did it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she effectively said that her biological mother recently passed and she learned about, her mother's passing through like this random interview with this reporter she didn't knew. And I guess that event was triggering for her and like, you know, hearing your biological mother pass is, is pretty heavy news. And so, um, she had said she kind of turned to, to marijuana as, um, you know, I don't want to put words in her mouth, like a coping mechanism, but mm-hmm. she effectively said that event led up to her using it. Um, and so she provided that context also. Yeah. 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 It's just unfortunate. It just, it shouldn't be illegal in the first place. And hopefully this at least results in like yeah. a change to the laws and stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know. It's just so dumb. It's the, the dumbest thing is that people are still in jail for weed when it's legal in 19 States and people are making, you know, billions of dollars off of it at this point. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, when, for the states legalizing marijuana, like you gotta expunge people's records, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, Agreed. For those that committed like low level, you know, they had a little bit of weed on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they should be uh, in trouble for that anymore. You know. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, I guess this is kind of switching gears before we go into the other like um, athlete stuff. Um, I mm-hmm. saw something and it was like in San Francisco, like you can't be like arrested for like petty theft. So I think it's like under what's considered oh. like $900 or something like that. And so there was like a video of just some dude just walking straight into a, what was it? A Walgreens with just a bag and just grabbing hella shit and then just walking out. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I did see that. That's crazy. That's super crazy. Did you see that on Dub CTV? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but maybe not Dang. the greatest source in the world. I did look it up, though. And that, that person in the video ended up getting arrested because it was like he was a repeat offender. And so I was like, oh, you stole more than $900 worth of stuff. But that's insane that you cannot be arrested oh, for stealing $900 worth of stuff. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Should people be arrested? $900. Yeah. Like, what amount would you for be like, oh, they shouldn't get arrested? Oh, man. I mean, it's a... Uh... It's a good question. Like to your more general statement, like should people probably get in trouble or maybe put it a different way. Should we have a law that just allows people to, to steal up to $900? No, I would no. disagree with that <laughs> law. Just be super down. What dollar yeah. amount makes sense? Like, I don't know, like, you know, a hundred dollars is probably not right to, to steal in general. I also yeah. think, you know, we ought to make sure people have resources to take care of themselves. Cause I know there's scenarios of like, you know, a mother going in to steal food or steal hygiene products or something like that. Like, should someone be punished for that because they don't have enough money to to buy those type of things? Probably yeah. not. But then, you know, at the same time, there probably shouldn't be a blanket rule of like, you know, everything is free up to $900, you know? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it would definitely have to be product specific as well. Because like, oh, I couldn't afford to get a PS4, so I just stole one. <laughs> I don't think that counts. But yeah, if you're for like, sure. you know, getting food or yeah. something like that, that's like kind of a different story, right? Or that that is like a yeah, completely for- different story than just coming into a store and just stealing a yeah. bunch of shit so you can resell it. I think that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Dang. SF is uh FF, SF is wild for that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that is the dumbest shit ever. Like you have to have like things that people aren't allowed to do and there has to be consequences for things like that, or else it's just gonna be man- madness. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing with the liberal cities right like i feel like that's some fair criticism sometimes if i feel like the super liberal cities are uh overly our tolerance woke. for what overly woke and like i think we have sometimes to have a tolerance for unnecessary slash petty slash i don't know like some of the stuff that i i just think we we have a very lax culture in some of the liberal cities i'll say yeah and it's like detrimental like to the city yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's yeah, like shooting sure. itself in the foot it's like you could easily stop this but you just decide oh this is the way to go and then you, they, they'll do like certain things and it'll just completely like backfire like i guess like one thing um for like the homeless crisis in seattle and i think they're starting to kind of do things like to make sure that um like people can't be homeless in certain places and they'll like provide housing and whatnot, which is mm-hmm. great. And I think they needed to do that a long time ago. Um, but just letting people 
just like camp out anywhere has definitely backfired and it's made the city like ridden with like trash and crime and there was like this one area it was in downtown seattle and it's like a park or something like that pioneer square yeah i think it's pioneer 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 square and it gets like hundreds of police calls like every single day oh yeah like and i think some city council member they were trying to condemn that block or that area or something Mm -hmm. like that uh and like it is it's it's just you can't have it there like no it is you know if you live in seattle and you've walked around that or i I would almost assure you have not walked around that area but if if you've driven around that area like you know and uh i mean the amount of crimes that take place there are just crazy uh Mm -hmm. you know i remember seeing a, a video i think last summer and this was before uh i mean before the Asian hate, you know, thing really bubbled up. Of course, like that's always been taking place. But mm-hmm. I remember like this guy and it was a video in Pioneer Square of this older Asian lady doing some gardening. Mm-hmm. And then this guy just came up and just like bopped her, uh, yeah. like punch her as hard as he could in the back of the head. And she's like, you know, just dying there. Uh, luckily, yeah. she just survived, but, you know, very injured. And then I think it was reported that he had been released, you know quite a few times on like similar charges and stuff like that. It's like, we ought to have some control and accountability. And I think the other example of that would be the Cal Anderson park. If you remember like yeah. that dude, we've talked about him on a pod that dude killed his girlfriend or that lady and Chaz. Yeah. And Chaz, yeah, Chaz like in the bathroom or something. It's... And he had had like, you know, the longest rap sheet that you'll ever see. Yeah. Just doing like, it was very clear that, you know, so he like, was just yeah. being a menace to the city. It's just, I guess, what to say it. Like, yeah. just a menace to society. But yeah, there are certain people that do like certain violent crimes and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, you can keep those people in jail, but people that just had like some weed on them or were just selling some weed, that's yeah. a different story. Like, yeah. there's definitely some people that need to be in jail for a long ass time. Oh, yeah, for sure. To everybody. Yeah. And when we talk about the homeless population in Seattle, like, uh, that's a very, I mean, in my perspective, in my view, a very, very small subset, right? Like, I don't think homeless person equals menace to society, but uh, yeah. there are, to your point, like some people out in the city that are just like wreaking havoc just oh, yeah. for the sake of wreaking havoc. And I feel like there's just like really not that much accountability for it. Yeah. And there's like, you know, like, I don't know if we're at like 10 or 20,000 like homeless people in Seattle. And if just 1% are bad. You know, that's like a lot of people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So just like in normal people. And so it's like, it's obviously going to be like a detriment regardless. Like even if you think about it, just like just people in life in general, like let's get away from homeless people because now it's, I feel like I'm just saying the homeless people are evil. But if you think that just in this world alone, if just 0.001% of people are like evil, like murderers or just evil people, that's still a lot of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah no i agree yeah most homeless people are not they like you know keep to themselves and just have like um drug or mental health issues that should obviously be we should figure out a way for the government to kind of help these people and take care of them yeah or unlucky right you you lost your job and you know so many people in the u.s with paycheck to paycheck i mean i don't know the stat but my guess would be 80 90 percent of people you know paycheck to paycheck and so if if you get unlucky, especially during the pandemic, like you can find yourself in that unfortunate scenario and you know, Mm -hmm. we got to figure out a way to help those people out. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, uh, and even like people that are selfish, if you think about it, like helping those people helps you and just everywhere 
around because you know it's a nicer living space for everyone people are taken care of and it's actually a good place to put your money versus who knows what they do with it you know i don't know <laughs> well yeah because like uh you know these type of problems uh like the homelessness problem in seattle like we pay for it one way or another right mm-hmm. uh, yeah like having you know uh a really rich uh I guess city, not rich in the sense of like money, but you know, healthy and, and people have jobs and are able to kind of do what they want to do is like good. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like we just pay for it one way or the other. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going on like this. I feel like we've gone on this. Yeah. We've very random my- rant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to athletes. In other news, it, <laughs> this was not on our, our list of items, but we, no, we went yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. We went there on a long little tangent, but yeah. Okay. Back to athletes, athletes, college athletes now. Um, so college athletes can finally make money off of their likeness. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on this? I think it's awesome, obviously, but. Oh, I think it's awesome. And uh you know it's it's fascinating that it took this long over a century uh mm-hmm. college athletes have been uh, unpaid amateurs right just kind of making money for uh other people to be honest like there is money being made and it's not going to the athletes right yeah. and so someone is making some money and it, it isn't the people actually producing the work and so i think it's just fantastic and and, and super super long overdue and it's very interesting to see and cool to see people you know, doing the deals and stuff. I don't know if you saw the uh, Barso president, El, what does he call himself? Uh, El Presidente. Presidente or El Presidente, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of jumping in on it. And, and uh, yeah, it's just cool to see it already starting. Yeah, that video was funny by um, Dave Portnoy. It was just like people were messaging him and he was like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's going to change like sports just period, because if you think about it now, like high school players that end up being really good, if they have like good marketing behind them and stuff like that, if they just make it to college, even if they're not going to be like a great player, they can get sponsorships and make, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions Mm -hmm. of dollars, even if they're not ever going to be someone that would make it to the league. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it'll be, it'll be super cool to see. And I I am really curious to see for like the super big athletes, Mm -hmm. you know, what type of money they start to make. Uh, I always wonder, you know, Zion, let's just assume that he never got a check. Uh, And, you know, that may be true or not true. Um, But like, if he was able to get a check, it it would just be super interesting to see, you know, how big of a check he would have gotten for, for his college years. Yeah, it's, it's going to be weird because you'll have college players that are like millionaires. Like, how's that going to mm-hmm. affect them too in the game and stuff like that? Like 18-year-old millionaires. <laughs> I mean, there already are in NBA th- and stuff like that. But Yeah, and, and do you think that by college players being able to make money off their likeness that they may stay in college longer? You know? Yeah. Because I feel like if- a lot of athletes jump to make money, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if this like creates more incentive for them to stay in, in college longer. Yeah, I feel like if they're like a player, like a, I don't know, like a JJ Redick or something like that, who's just like, you know, yeah. massive in college, but it's not going to be like a number one overall pick or something like that, then I think it's advantageous for them to stay. Um, especially mm-hmm. if it's a sport where it's not as likely that you get like a really big major injury. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that'll cause a lot of people to stay. And yeah, man, it's going to be weird because it's like, I'm sure athletes on college campuses are already popular, 
but now that they're like rich oh, yeah. too. <laughs> Dude, they're gonna be getting whatever they want getting to target. Yeah. <laughs> they're like oh, super targets now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it'll be uh yeah, it'll be just super fascinating to see. I will say too, it'll be how many percent of student athletes do you think will actually make money though? Serious money? Like one percent, half a percent? Yeah, like not a ton. But then again, I was thinking about it and let's just say you live in a small town and you have like one player person that's like a really good athlete and they just go to a D1 school. Mm -hmm. People in that town, like restaurants and stuff like that might want to like sponsor them, not for like a ton of money, but just for a little bit. So I think a lot of people are going to make money and it's going to be funny to see some of the uh, the endorsements some of these um, athletes get. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to be like There's going to be some like, funky one. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, Check out Starcoin. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna change the world of currency. <laughs> oh yeah, there's gonna be some very, very interesting ones. I feel like, especially for those smaller schools, uh, like to your point, I feel like every, you know, the majority of athletes will probably get paid, even for, you know, I mean, not to not to say that this type of sport would make a little bit little money, but my guess is, you know, a tennis team on a D three school you know, isn't a, a big money-making program, but even then yeah. I feel like they'll get some dollars from their local, whatever the fuck yeah, is there. Local you know? tennis club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so everyone will get paid, but probably only a very, very small subset. will get some, some big dollars. Big checks. I wonder how big the checks will be though, yeah. too. I guess it probably depends on like their I age. Mean, how, yeah. Like how much do you think is Ion would have made? In his time at Duke, like 20 mil in that year. Yeah. 10 shit. mil, 5 mil. Yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> I wonder if this is going to result in shoe contracts for any like college athletes or anything like that. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to sign you. Oh, to I hope shoe so. Deal. <laughs> it's going to be wild. It's really going to oh, be crazy. I hope so. Yeah. It's like, damn. I think it'll definitely make the sports more interesting too. You'll see like <laughs> college football players pull up in like Rolls Royces and shit, like from Alabama. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're definitely gonna see yeah. some stupid spending too <laughs> somewhat spending stupid spending like some really dumb spending. oh some stupid spending yeah sure yeah hopefully they have you know the financial advisors rolled out at like school mm -hmm. and stuff like hey now you can make money but like be wise with it uh yeah which is a hard thing to do, man. At that age, I will say uh, I wasn't the, the wisest money person at 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, you know? Uh, you know, you make some irresponsible financial decisions, I feel like, uh, at that age. Because you're, like, just graduating high school and it's like, oh, I have a little bit of money now. I'm on my own finally and, and whatnot. So, there'll be some stupid purchases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, when I first got a... When I got a job um, doing like maintenance work and stuff like that during summer, it had been like the most I had ever been paid for like working by like two or three times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, summer rent was super cheap as well. And so I think I made like $10,000 that summer. And by the end of it, I had like $1,000 left. And I was like, I don't <laughs> even know. I bought a computer and then I don't know what else I spent this money on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I have man. no idea Just where like it went. <laughs> bar mcdonald's ton of random shit yeah yeah i was like what happened to all my money <laughs> <laughs> oh but man yeah. but 
Saigo. Yeah, it will be it will be some crazy stuff though. I'm excited to see. It will be a little bit hectic, but it will be uh, it will be cool to see. Oh yeah, it's gonna be super dope. Do you think uh, this keeps colleges from having to play players? Because I don't think if they can do endorsements. I don't even think it matters at this point. I don't know if they'll. I don't, yeah, I guess not. Like it would be cool. I feel like to pay. I, I I do feel like there should just be a fifteen min fifteen dollar just minimum wage across the board. I don't know how feasible that is or whatever, but like I would say, if you are a college athlete, D one, D two, through three, or whatever, uh, like just getting paid fifteen dollars an hour is like at least the minimum bar. So for you know those really small schools that uh, that maybe aren't really big hitting programs, at least like making sure they get paid. And then mm-hmm. of course for the Alabamas, like they'll be like, I don't give a shit about the fifteen dollars per hour because I'm making yeah. millions already. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But I don't think, think they'll any, do it, to your point. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But dang, yeah. I wonder if it makes uh, like high school like more entertaining, because everyone's like, oh, this kid's about to make millions. Like, Is there going to be another Zion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Or I guess Bronny James will probably make a shit ton of money as soon as he goes to college. Oh, yeah. He's kind of <laughs> the next... I feel like Zion... Ask right because he's what a couple years away from graduating high school now. Yeah, I think he's I think he's like a sophomore or junior, maybe going into his junior year this year. Oh, so he's 16. So, yeah, he's like probably the next, you know, I feel like high school basketball player that people really pay attention to outside of Zion. Like, Zion, there was a very I feel like I had not seen that before where Mm. you know, so many people knew about this high school player, right? Yeah. Since, like, LeBron James, maybe. Yeah, since maybe LeBron. And rightfully so, man. Zion in high school, shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, but... A man among boys, man. That was yeah. insane. Just destroying everyone. <laughs> it's like yeah, a cheat code. Like just give him the ball. <laughs> yeah, just give him the ball. That is the offense. Just That's give the coach's him strategy. the ball. Yeah, the coach is just like, yeah, just yeah. give him the ball. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> easiest job in the world. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, what are we going to do? Just ask one of the players, what are we going to do? Um, maybe pass and all can go for a three. No, we're going to give the ball to Zion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, man, looks like the finals are set. Speaking of basketball, what do you think? Who yeah, would have thought these two teams? <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see if... Do you know if Giannis is going to play? Probably, right? I'm sure he'll feel recovered enough by, like... I bet he comes back by Game 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... uh, Game 3 is... Because that'll probably be almost two weeks away from now. Yeah. Uh, So, that that should be a good amount of time. I feel like the Suns are going to win it, but we'll see. You know, Giannis is pretty good at basketball, but... I don't know, like... I feel like Chris Paul really wants it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Suns are they're they're looking pretty nice right now. Yeah, I think it's like a pretty good matchup for both teams. Like if you look at like how the teams are kind of laid out, um, like let's mm-hmm. see, you got Giannis versus I guess Jay Crowder, but more so I would say Aiton. It's probably like who would guard him. Um, yeah, or is, is Jay Crowder pretty good at defense? I feel like Giannis is just so much bigger than him. Jay Crowder, yeah, he's. Jay Carter's good at defense, but he is okay. uh, a bit smaller for sure. Yeah. Especially so you since have, the pace and the point so well. 
Yeah, and then you got Drew Holiday versus Chris Paul, and Drew Holiday is a great defender, um, but Chris Paul is just like a little magician yeah. out there. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And then you got Middleton, Booker, I guess. Booker oh, I bet Crowder dry, guards uh, Milton. Guards Middleton, my guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know sense. though. Yeah, but no, yeah, they're pretty like well balanced like teams. Like I, I would say like skill wise, but um, the Suns have looked a lot more consistent versus the Bucks have been like kind of, yeah. you never know what Bucks you're going to get really. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the Suns, they were looking a little rough, like the first and second game uh, mm-hmm. of this series. But I feel like, you know, Devin Booker had a broken face and Chris Paul was just coming back. Right? Yeah. yeah. The second and third game. So it seems like to your point, like they're, they're kind of on a downhill roll now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll be able to get it going. I feel like, or I guess, what what is your prediction? What's your guess? Huh, I, I would think Chris Paul just wants it like so much. I know Chris Paul's going to ball out, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and I expect Booker to play well. But the, what's it called? The Bucks did beat the Nets, even mm-hmm. though they were missing Kyrie. But they still like played pretty well against them. I don't really know. To be honest, I would I would pick Suns probably if I was like a betting man, but I feel like the the Bucks really just find a way at the end of the day. Like what, they, do you, they just what do you think in Suns and Suns and sevens, Suns and six? I think it goes to at least six or seven, like for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the same boat as you. I'm gonna call Suns in seven, maybe six, but I think seven. Okay, I'm just gonna say it goes, and it's to, also part. Oh, he's, he's parlay. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no! I was also going to say. Uh, I, I also just selfishly, as a basketball fan, want to see a seven-game series too. So, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it was like, yeah, these are very two random teams. I would have never picked though at the end of the season. I feel like they're probably like, um, at least fan base wise, they're probably like the two least exciting <laughs> that could ended up there. I guess if the Hawks ended up in there, maybe. Well. I- I mean, as a Portland Blazer fan, I am just ecstatic to see, you know, two small marketish teams get there. So, yeah, as faith, it's not Lakers, Brooklyn or <laughs> one of the, the mega teams. Yeah, they are looking. Uh, they both look like, uh, especially the Suns, they were having like a parade like they had won. I feel like the championship. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers really didn't win it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen too much of the Bucks stuff yet. I did see. Yeah. Huh? I was just saying, keep eye on the prize. No premature celebration. Yeah, yeah. So that's what makes me a little iffy on like the Suns, but I think I'd rather have the Suns win because I like um, I like Chris Paul, and I think it'd be cool if he finally got one. Like if anyone has sure. like tried super hard, it's like never been. At least to my knowledge, it's never been his fault when they lost. It was like he's like saved his team like each time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, go Suns. Suns of four. <laughs> Suns and four. Oh, that fight video is such a great fight video, man. Yeah, it is you've great. seen that, right? Suns and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely go watch that if you haven't, people. Oh, man, YouTube Suns and four fight, and uh, it, it's some good stuff. Yeah, some good yeah, stuff. yeah. For sure. Speaking of uh, basketball and basketball fans, though, have you seen Kim Jong Un? Look a little Dude, thin. He's looking. He's looking real thin, man. Uh, 
he came out of hiatus after like, or he showed up after like a four week hiatus, right? Or a couple of month hiatus where people haven't mm-hmm. seen him. Yeah. And how much weight do you think he lost? It looks like he's down, what, like 50, 100 pounds or something? Maybe 100's a bit too generous. Damn, 100 pounds. Uh, huh, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Does he still look kind of fat? <laughs> Is he still overweight? I mean, yeah, I mean, he didn't lose all he didn't lose all his weight now, but he was he's just thinner. less fat now. <laughs> In reality, he's just a little less he's, fat. <laughs> it's consi- I mean, he's considerably yeah, less fat. Yeah, and and I think people are just like super interested in it because what was it a year ago now like people had thought he died like mm-hmm. there was rumors going around that he had a heart surgery or something you know, another one said he had coronavirus so people I, I think have been like uh you know concerned and maybe concerned isn't the right word interested in his health uh yeah and how it's like how he's doing because he you know he's a big dude he's a dictator so i'm sure he's eating good He's smoking a lot of cigs, drinking a lot. So he's like not the most healthy guy. Yeah. Uh, but to lose that much weight in a short period of time, it's just like, oh man, is are you good? No. Are you, are you no weight watchers, bro. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah he, what do you think? Do you think he's just like been hitting the gym or do you think he's, so there's like a, a different story here and maybe he's sick? Huh. Well, I've seen, I was reading a, an article and it was saying like the people there were like concerned about him. They thought maybe he was also going hungry because there's like a really big famine going on in the country. Um, mm-hmm. And another one was also that maybe he lost weight to appear like he's like working really hard because he knows people are like, you know, um, getting distressed. So, so like to show them that he's, you know, also hungry or whatever, um, as it wouldn't mm-hmm. look good if he was super fat. Um. But if he did lose weight, I bet he just got like one of those weight loss surgeries or something like that that he would want to put in the work mm. to actually lose the weight. Um, but yeah, that's just, yeah, I don't know if he's sick because they keep saying he's sick, but we have like very little evidence to suggest it. I guess, well, he did mm-hmm. disappear. So maybe, maybe it is health reasons. I guess basically what I'm trying to say is I have no idea. <laughs> I really have yeah. no idea. It's interesting how much people like focus on it and, you know, there's entire teams, I'm sure intelligence agencies like dissecting everything. I'm Mm -hmm. reading this thing that analysts had noticed that his watch strap was a couple of notches tighter than a couple months ago. I was like, wow, (laughs) the detail oriented, these analysts out here, they're looking at his watch strap to see how, uh, how tight it is. And they've noticed it's a, it's a couple of notches, not just one, a couple of notches, uh, Mm -hmm. not just tighter, which is, uh, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like to your point, North Korea is doing really, really bad right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. with the, I mean, they say they have no COVID cases, but, I think a lot of people think that there is COVID in the country and uh, that the they aren't handling it well um, mm-hmm. for probably obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. And I, I think they're also going well. through like a pretty big famine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's like a shortage of food and stuff happening too. Whew. Yeah, so they're looking, they're looking kind of fucked. But I wonder if he would even have like the the like the self 
awareness to be like, oh, if I look like this fat, then people are going to like turn against me. Like if I look like I'm eating like a bunch of food still and then people are going starving. Because I feel like he just feels like everyone loves him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has an iron grip, right? Like they're, uh, yeah, they're forced to love him. Yeah. Be stressful being his doctor though, especially if he did have that open heart surgery. Like just fucking that up. Oh, he didn't make it. Like oh, oh, shit, shit, yeah. shit, shit, shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a a go bag ready, man. Yeah, this goes wrong. Yeah, it's you all your fault. Ready to dip. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't even say that he just died from like heart disease. Would be like the doctor assassinated him. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, even the COVID response, right? I think he was talking super brazy about uh, like all of his, you know, people. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, like all our government leaders like messed up the response to COVID and that's why there's no food and stuff. I was like, bro, you're like the government. <laughs> but he was trying to blame like the lower level people, you know. Yeah, just picks one person. This is the guy who did it, not me. He's deceited us. <laughs> just a single person yeah it's fascinating north North korea is one country i would like to just get like a invisibility cloak and go walk around in oh it's on my bucket list for sure i would love to to go and visit north korea one day to your point like just i mean if we could just witness and walk around and see no interaction assume we're in like some safe bubble um (laughs) yeah but like it, it would be just a crazy place to experience uh mm-hmm. firsthand yeah that would be super tight um, i definitely wouldn't want to just go right now though seems like a stressful oh, trip no. i don't even know if americans are allowed to uh and they're also not accepting any foreigners i think right now too regardless okay. um because even i don't i think like a lot of their chinese trade has slowed down which is like the main way to get the resources yeah it would be mm-hmm. interesting my uh my mom's family is actually like from the northern side of the country. Oh. Obviously, there was like, you know, there used to be one Korea, and I learned that recently where uh, my family's like from the very, very north, like almost near China. And then, like, oh, when wow. a war broke out and shit started to go down, um, and he was like my grandpa's father. So, quite a few generations back now, like, moved mm-hmm. him down, or maybe my grandpa was the one that, like, initiated and was like, yo, this North stuff doesn't seem too hot. Should probably mm-hmm. go south uh, while we still can. So, yeah. uh, shout out to whoever in my family made that decision. It's, it's a good move. Yeah. North Korean Josh. We've got a traitor among us. <laughs> <laughs> got a traitor among us. Dude, it's, uh, yeah, like, it would just be crazy to, to go back there and be like, oh, wow. Um, technically from my mom's side is from damn man that's pretty wild yeah it's wild i feel like compared to like if we go back like generations we have life a lot easier <laughs> like significantly sorry mm-hmm. we, if, if we, we go back a bunch of generations gen- yeah i'm not sure if you have any like kings or anything like that in your family but i'm assuming not so if we go back oh, you're a few generations our life lives are way better now Oh, way better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought, significantly you, I thought you said the opposite. No, no. <laughs> I thought you said the opposite. I was just like, uh, I don't think fleeing from like war-torn Korea was like yeah. necessarily better, but yeah. Uh, yo, yeah, I agree completely. I agree completely. I think, uh, yeah, oh, 
we're, we're should be very, uh, happy and thankful <laughs> of the lives yeah. we get to lead versus, uh, our ancestors. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Phew. That sounds stressful. Fleeing a country during a war time. I, I wonder if, uh, maybe I shouldn't go here cause it's, yeah, I just won't go there. Never mind. We'll just keep rolling. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say uh, maybe a slightly problematic statement, so I just won't say it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's like we're getting near the end of the pod. Josh is getting wild. <laughs> How many genders are there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. One crazy story that I feel like isn't getting like tons of coverage is that condo that collapsed in Florida. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's super sad, right? Like uh it'll probably be almost 150 people dead it sounds like. I think right now they've technically said 25 or 26 are dead and 121 are still missing. This is like as of Sunday morning. Um Yeah, it's but, been 2 weeks. I mean yeah, like I think most people, you know, are kind of in a camp of of the 121 missing. Unfortunately, I, I think a lot of those will likely be fatalities and people that had passed. Um, just given, yeah, it's been two weeks since it's collapsed, and uh, you know, you can only live for so long, you know, in that kind yeah. of condition. Yeah. Does that make you nervous about living on like a high rise or something like that? Is that like out of the question now for you? Oh man, like I don't think it's it's out of the question. Uh and I mean this is a I feel like a rare event, right? It's I, I think it's gonna be the deadliest American um building collapse like in history, accidental mm-hmm. building collapse to yeah. be specific. Uh and it, it's crazy because they kind of knew what was happening too. Um yeah. there was a report that came out in twenty eighteen that uh, or maybe if I were to take a step back, I think in Miami or Florida, one of the two, um, they require that buildings over 40 years old have to be like recertified as like safe. Mm-hmm. And so the building, the condo that collapsed was built in 1981. And so they were about to like go through that recertification process. And uh, as they were about to go through that recertification process, they hired an engineer in 2018 to basically like prepare for that mm-hmm. recertification process, just like, hey, can we get like a pre-read basically or a, a pre-inspection? And his report was just like, yo, there's crazy damage, very mm-hmm. structural, bad damage, uh, like cracks and crumblings in the beams in the parking garage. Like he was like, it's fucked up. Interestingly, he didn't, I don't think he said, you know, it's dangerous imminent or, you mm-hmm. know, you have to fix this ASAP, but he didn't necessarily say that the building's going to collapse very soon. Yeah. Um, and so they, they did know a little bit that, you know, the building was in pretty bad shape. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it definitely does make me think twice about living in a high rise, you know? Yeah. Cause I guess it's like, these are like common, like things that are noted, like water damage and stuff like that in these places. And it's very hard to fix. And you just have to hope that whoever does the inspection is like doing a thorough inspection of the building. They're not just, you know, having the, yeah. one of those days at work where it's like, eh, it's probably fine. Because <laughs> then it's like... Yeah, that's a... Risky. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's like, you know, same thing with being a doctor or a surgeon or a nurse for that matter, right? Like, uh, 
you know, you always have to be on. And I guess with a building inspector too, it's a good point. Like you always have to be on, you can't have a bad day. Uh, cause yeah. if you have a bad day or you miss one, uh, it's bad. And this one wasn't necessarily missed. Like they, they did kind of flag the issues and, um, I think they were trying to figure out how to pay for it and stuff, but I don't think the, the building board basically got the urgency. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're not civil engineers. Like the people that got the report are like, we have to act upon it. Just like, yeah. you know, building people, they're not engineers. And so I don't think they got the, the urgency of it, unfortunately. Um, and it's pretty crazy too. Cause I think in Miami now, like they're evacuating a ton of buildings. Cause obviously this like raises a red flag and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's go look at a lot of the buildings that are over 40 years old quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I think a couple of other buildings have been evacuated now um, as they've like identified similar issues. Ooh, that's sketch. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if that's public record. I'm assuming it is. That's probably how they got a hold of it. Cause I want to look at <laughs> wherever I'm moving. Like, Oh, can I see this a uh, building inspection? <laughs> Oh, dude, like that is for sure something I think I'll always do now. Like yeah. if I'm ever going to a high rise, like making sure the building inspection or at least asking like, hey, did you guys recently have a an inspection report that said that there were major structural flaws? Uh, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> they have to share that with you. Uh, and so like if, uh, yeah, for sure, always asking a question now. Um, yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's just super scary. Yeah. I wonder with places like, and then I think of it, if you live in an area that has earthquakes mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of water damage, it's probably going to make it significantly less stable. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I, I hope that they're able to find some survivors. Uh, yeah. I think again, back to what we had kind of talked about, I think it's looking less likely just given the amount of time since the building's been collapsed, but hopefully they're able to find survivors. And I was also reading this morning, I think they're going to demo either the remaining building that's standing or the one next door. And so that's going to be super, super tough too, uh, to demo it and then kind of continue looking for people. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause right now the building is unstable. Like what's remaining. Cause it's fucking half fell off. And so, yeah, uh, they need to like bring it down. So it's like safe for their workers. So it doesn't like fall on top of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which will just be crazy. Like, I don't even know how do you demo a building, but try to do it in a way where you can like continue to, to search and stuff. Yeah. And then how do you search for people? That's gotta be like so tricky. Cause I don't think that's like a job, like a normal job description. Like, Oh, I just go into collapsed skyscrapers and find people that oh, are yeah. found in there. So you have to like figure it all out there and just figure out, okay, how are we going to do this? And how can we even search for people? with like a crumbled yeah. building and like I, how do we remove stuff and it i mean that's like i feel like that would be a very very tough job but i i feel like those people are specialized right because i heard that they brought or i saw that they brought in people i think from israel mexico mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of other countries mm-hmm. uh to like help out because i think certain countries like i'm sure we probably have a, a very specific group of people that like work on this and other countries do too. And so mm. to your point, like I, they were like flying in people to help mm. look cause it is, you know, kind of a, a niche role to play and a, a pretty uncommon yeah. job. Mm. Gotcha. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. That's scary. Just to be in your house and then it all collapses on you. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like it isn't getting a ton of coverage, I feel like. And my guess is it's really sad and people don't yeah. like to, to talk about or read about sad things. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah, uh, <laughs> switching gears onto a more positive note. Um, mm-hmm. any, any fun summer plans? Anything special you've got planned for the summer? Oh man, like I, I think hopefully getting my wheel fixed soon and, and biking yes. a lot more. Uh, I have a, one of my friends, uh, Jason's actually going to be moving in pretty soon. Nice. Um, in, in a couple of weeks, he's moving up to Seattle. And so I'm been preparing a ton, uh, a ton for, for that just cause, uh, yeah, just preparing. I was storing a ton of stuff in that closet. So I had to like go figure out where to put that stuff and mm-hmm. redid kind of all the storage. Just a couple of house, uh, things that I've been putting off for a very significant amount of time now where I'm going to, I'm going to make a push to like try to finish everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing some painting tomorrow and some other stuff like the very last 15% that I haven't done. I've just been kind of uh, procrastinating just doing that like last 15%. Get to knock it off. Nice. Nice. And then, yeah, you'll yeah. finally, you'll have, will have less rent to pay. So that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. That part, uh, that part will be clutch. Yeah. Yeah. That will be clutch. What about you? Any big plans? Um, for the summer. Whew. Not really. I'm going to go to New York later in the summer uh, to take my brother to school, which will be kind of cool. New York's just a fucking pain to get in and out of to me. That's the one thing I dislike about it. It's just, it's so inconvenient. Um, but it'd be mm-hmm. cool to go out there again. Um, yeah, no, nothing else. Just oh, yeah, that. you have to make a journey. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll have to make a journey too. Cause yeah, JFK or LaGuardia, yeah, the area you're going to is, uh, is far from those airports. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty, yeah. pretty deep into New York. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really it. Then just keep making YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Nice. But yeah, I think we're, we're coming on time, man. Um, enjoy your 4th of July and hopefully everyone has stayed safe and is, you know, okay. I guess today I'm not too hungover. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, cool. Yeah, hope everyone enjoys the holiday um, and we'll catch you next week.